turtles give me the willies. Hello and welcome to Are We There Yet? An exploration and education in anime. I am Patrick Dugan, your anime idiot. I'm Dana Hollander, your anime expert. And I'm the other one, Brenda McCullough. Mm. <laughs> uh, well, uh, today things are a little bit flipped. I am less of the anime idiot this week because we are dealing with a show that I have moderate knowledge is it is it a little bit bizarre this week oh it'll be quite the adventure Uh, jojo uh uh, so yeah we are covering jojo's bizarre adventure diamond is unbreakable this week uh also i'll give you the heads up i'm getting over a cold so if i sound weird that's because of that this is a show i I actually know a little bit about because I sort of worked on it a little bit for the season two dub. Ooh. Wild. Ooh. Fancy. Humble brag. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is something I I'm I don't feel confident saying I know anything about in any <laughs> respects, but when I hear some terms and names I'll go, Oh yeah, I know that. Mm-hmm. That sounds so, familiar. Yeah, so what are your uh, experiences or uh, knowledge of JoJo, this long-running thing? Uh, Well, I, so Paul really likes it, but I've never been like, I think I want to watch that. Because when we were working at the studio, every time an actor came out from their session, they'd be like, what the fuck was that? (laughs) And then I would say... Paul, I'm questioning your taste right now because it sounds really kind of gross. <laughs> and boy, it, it, yeah, it probably no, is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, from what I've seen of the show, which are just snippets uh, of season two. Uh, also, I watched the first few episodes of the first season. Um, it, yeah, it, it can be gross. Mm. See, that surprises me because like I know of it because like you said, it's been going on for decades like it's one of the longest running at least manga i don't know how long the anime's been around um but it just the one thing that always sticks out uh is just it's beautiful boys just beautiful boys everywhere so i'm surprised to hear it might be gross i mean i don't know much of plot wise what it's about but like art style it's always just very striking and colorful I, i see a lot of cosplay of it too but that's like oh yeah like, I've seen cosplay from, like, Stone Ocean, but that hasn't been animated yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things popular. that uh, sort of struck me about this series and sort of piqued my interest was because each season sort of extends through different time periods, the first series starts in the 1800s, mm. um, is it keeps changing art styles and characters with the through line that... Uh, Jojo is involved in the names of the main characters Mm -hmm. and also weirdly uh, like musical references. Yeah. I do know that the most recent season that's being animated, I forget what it's called, but the main character's name doesn't start with J-O. His name is Giorno. 
So what? people hmm. people have like, a little problem with that. But do you better... know? Yeah, it's not delivery. <laughs> <laughs> Dio Giorno. Because he's Dio's son. I know about Dio. He's a mean. Yeah. Yeah, He he a bad. Most of what I know is fan art and cosplay in my peripheral from anime community because this is a wildly popular series um, that we all just happen to know nothing about. Um, And the memes. It's just so many memes. Just full of memes. I know Dio is a character. I think he's a vampire? Something. Uh, something like that. <laughs> um, and yeah, I know there's a ton of like classic 80s, 70s like rock music in this because apparently the creator of it's just a huge fan of like American rock music. So I know that's both involved with like the either opening or ending sequences, and then like a lot of characters are named similar stuff. I'm not sure, but I know it's yeah. heavily incorporated. Yeah, like Dio is a reference to Dio. Uh, There's uh, in the yeah in the first season. I forget the initials, but one of the characters' name is Ario Speedwagon. Yes, (laughs) Paul told me about that one, and it made me very excited. Oh boy! There's a dog named Iggy after Iggy Pop. There's uh, uh, some clown boys named Zenyatta Mandata from the Police album. Don't like that. Don't like clown boys. Love clowns. Mm, not a fan. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we did not have to deal with them this week. <laughs> well, uh, or do we? Let's oh. let's see. <laughs> uh, we are going to watch episodes one, two, and three, and uh, we will be back with uh, how we feel. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I'm nervous. just watched the first three episodes of diamond is unbreakable and i want to take a shower (laughs) i I wish my spirit was unbreakable because it is shattered oh boy (laughs) but i mean with the name diamond is unbreakable part of me was just like steven universe reference because i just binged it all like a few months ago (laughs) but yeah this is uh much different than steven universe much much different is oh, no, yeah. it's not, no, nope, not the same. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> not no. even a little. Oh, so, so yeah, let's get into it. <laughs> not okay. what I was expecting. Yeah, um, so episode one starts with like a, a, a just a, like a guy talking on a radio broadcast, and I wrote good morning. I was like, oh, good morning. <laughs> and then yeah. I wrote the words, this doesn't seem too bizarre. Not, and then just a Y, because I was going to write yet, and then a big dash, and wrote, I spoke too soon! (laughs) (laughs) That's very similar to my notes. I'm like, oh, this is so colorful. Oh, that's a hand. Because there's a hand. It's just a hand preparing (laughs) breakfast. No, yeah, uh, my note was a severed hand did all of that. (laughs) I can't tell. It it, it it had a lot of time. Yeah, I can't tell if it was like Cousin uh, It from the Adams family where it was like the hand was doing it or if it was someone doing it and then their hand got cut off but we didn't mm. see that i'm very confused i mentioned yeah. it to paul and he told me that it comes in later uh, I guess. okay that was like long foreshadowing for the whole season 
I, I guess. guess so. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, so that's just that's just the beginning. That's like the first minute. There's no <laughs> there's no opening in this episode. Mhm. But mm-hmm. there is one in the next one. Yeah. Oh boy, is uh. there. Um So, um it's April 1999, a period piece. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even 3 yet. Oh god. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were both babies, Brendan. I was very you were a slightly older baby. <laughs> yeah, so adorable. I was eight. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there is a young boy named Koichi narrating Koichi. his his walk to school, and he says, "I met two bizarre men." Can you believe? <laughs> I'd also like to mention uh, Koichi is like, "Hey, I'm Koichi. That's not important." And then he's <laughs> it's like, in "Okay, every uh, episode." And I... I did not write down his name at first because I was like, okay, thank you for telling me. I can disregard this character. <laughs> yeah, I wrote, I wrote that's good because I already forgot. And then in parentheses, <laughs> I wrote Koichi because I was like, obviously, he's going to be more important than <laughs> we thought. Um, so, does Koichi run into jo- uh, Jotaro? Yes? He's looking Ye- for someone? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, Koichi runs into Jotaro. Uh last name Joestar is that his last name or is it something Cujo Cujo Jotaro Cujo wait oh okay I thought everyone just had the last name Joestar mm-mm okay. no uh Joseph Joestar is uh, uh Jotaro's grandfather correct yes which we find out in a minute yeah um so Koichi runs into Jotaro and he's looking for a Josuke and I forget the last name he he she something Higa uh, uh, Sikata. Yeah, oh, we're bad at cool. this. Cool. <laughs> I didn't write it down because he's just gay. He's just gay. Yeah. Um, so. So. <laughs> yes. they, they then stumble upon Josuke, who is afraid to touch turtles. <laughs> it's, he's very particular. He's, he's immediately full of more personality than most anime protagonist he's got quite a style going on yeah oh. he got that flat tire hair mm-hmm. uh, it looked like a grilled steak to me yeah me too look at the grill marks um but i noticed uh right away Ugh, god i already forgot <laughs> sorry derailing and nothing to follow up with nice um <laughs> you just cut that out i'm sorry <laughs> um another another thing is that koichi mentions that jotaro is a a scientist like a famous scientist yes he is um, a marine explorer he doesn't look Uh-oh. like a scientist <laughs> I, as soon as i saw him i wrote down rapping anime mccree from overwatch because <laughs> in the dub it's very clearly uh matt mercer and i'm just like this isn't the I've seen Jotaro pictures and stuff. I'm like, this isn't the one I'm used to. He's all white and, I don't know, very hip-hoppy to me. Mm. And his hair... He's gotta update his style with the times. I mean... He was last seen ten years ago, so... Oh, uh, this is uh, this is a decade of fashion has passed. (laughs) Yes. His hair blends in with his hat. Like, it doesn't sit on top of it. It, like, fused with it. It's a look. It's interesting. <laughs> it's bizarre. a lot going on. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. So so Josuke is is getting bullied by some some ruffians. Some youths. And they say they say your name's Josuke. We're gonna call you Jojo. And that's when you're like, oh, so he's the Jojo this time. Mm, uh, we <laughs> got the, it. <laughs> the Jojo changes every time, and this time it's Josuke. As if it wasn't obvious just by the style and the piercing eyes and crazy yeah. hair. And, and being then, mentioning that he's like eight feet tall. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a, a big giant. boy. Yeah. As a freshman in high school <laughs> on his very first large. day. Sixteen or um, Jeez. Um so they <laughs> I wrote that the the bully hurt the turtle and that made me very upset. I was not okay with how no, I love turtles. I, I wrote down turtle murder. <laughs> Because yeah. that was not acceptable. I wrote, he hurt the turtle. I'm very upset. With a lot of <laughs> exclamation points. <laughs> Mine, it's just like turtle, but in really like scratch, scribbly handwriting. Because I'm just like, oh no, God, like. Yeah. Uh, it made me sad. He threw it hard, though. Like, he just tossed yeah. it, but it cracked the shell and stuff. Like, Everyone geez. in this universe is so much. <laughs> <laughs> this entire show is extra as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then. They go on to insult his hair, <gasps> which is apparently a very big no-no, because Josuke gets very mad. Mm-hmm. So mad, a dude pops out of him. <laughs> so angry, I clone yeah. myself. Don't um, you hate when that happens? You you get a little a little too mad, and then a guy just a man pops uh, out beats of you. up your uh, antagonist. Yeah, it's like Corona. <laughs> exactly. It all yeah. ties back. Yeah. Um, this is anime. So I know that this is his stand. Mm. And stands are like superpowers? Yeah. It's, uh, later in the episode, mm. it's explained as a physical manifestation of psychological energy. Oh, okay. I missed that. I but, thought it was like their soul. Sure. Well, it ties in with it, yeah. It's it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, not only is uh, his stand sh- uh, shining diamond, is that what it's uh, called? Crazy diamond. Crazy diamond. Which I believe is also a song reference. Yeah, it's shine on you, crazy diamond. Which That's is it. why I yeah. Um. But so his stand, uh, it doesn't. It's not only very strong and can beat up some bullies. But it can also heal things. He heals the turtle. Which made me very happy. <laughs> A-OK in my book. Yes. Um, and, uh, I thought it was so funny. So so his stand broke the bully's nose. And then he healed his face. But in a funny way. And the bully, the other bullies were like looking at him. And he was like, wait, what does my nose look like? Guys! Guys! <laughs> <laughs> and that cracked me up. Am I pretty? Am I pretty still? <laughs> Guys, daddy like a pretty baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were saying how he's like uglier now with his face all messed up, but honestly, I couldn't tell. No, yeah, yeah he pretty... looked like an ugly anime villain to me either way. Yeah, yeah, he was pretty ugly before. Oh, I really like when they zoomed down on, I think it was like Jotaro and uh, Josuke, they got the... Uh, shadowing on them to be more dramatic, but there's crazy etchings and patterns in the shadows. It's not just mm. like an overlay of like a color or something. There's all these crazy designs in everything. 
the style is very good. Yeah, there's like, a lot of intricate detail in yeah. all of this that's really fascinating that it they suits, put that much effort into it. Uh, it suits the men really nicely. Like, all of the men are very handsome. And I like <laughs> them men. all. Very beautiful boys. <laughs> but the girls end up kind of looking a little funny. Yeah. But, you know, that's uh, that's shown in, I guess, sometimes. It's a sacrifice you must make for beautiful boys. Yeah. <laughs> they they absorb the beauty. The beauty. They absorb the, the beauty around them. Yes. Our beauty budget went to all the boys. <laughs> that's that's their that's part of their stand is that they just suck up beauty from everything else. <laughs> and that's why everyone else is so ugly. Um So Josuke's pretty sensitive. He's a soft boy. <laughs> when it comes Except... to his hair and having to touch reptiles. Yeah. Well it seems like he's soft about everything and then when you mention that hair he becomes the he just becomes trigger happy, not even like angry. He just wants to fight everything. Mm-hmm. It's nuts. Yeah. Uh he he uh he stands up and I wrote, Why is he so big? And why is Koichi so tiny? Just itty bitty boy. Just a very small boy. Koichi is I mean, I guess it's just to show how big they are, I guess, maybe. To distinguish him as like the man of the story and not yeah. the sidekick. Yeah. Um, I mean, Koichi's like a pocket son. Like, you could just pick him up and put him in your pocket. He's the very definite. He's physically a sidekick. Yeah. He's adorable. Uh, and then they go on a walk with Jotaro. And during which he describes Josuke's family situation which i did not write down all of because i was watching the sub i just wrote there's so much to unpack with this family yeah (laughs) but from what i understand joseph joestar Mm -hmm. is josuke's dad and josuke is illegitimate yes uh and Paul was telling me, he was like, people always say, like, why would you want to bang Joseph Joestar? He's 62 years old. And I'm like, have you seen him? <laughs> because, I mean, come on. Have you seen the boy. chiseled details in that beautiful boy? Who boy? He's a man. That's a man. <laughs> Joseph Joestar is a man. He also is in real estate. <laughs> uh, and oh. Koichi is on the walk, too. And it's just kind of like, I thought you said you weren't important, Koichi. <laughs> what's happening along. oh wait so yeah josuke is joseph Josar's son but that makes josuke jotaro's uncle while wait. being like half his age no they'd be brothers joseph joseph no just uh joseph is jotaro's grandfather grandfather there you yeah. go i thought you said he was his dad i was like wait a minute so he's... many goddamn joe names <laughs> I know. he's josuke's dad and he's Jotaro's grandfather. Right. So that means Josuke's Jotaro's uncle. Yes, even though he is younger. Yeah, it's weird. It's Dragon Ball GT all over again. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I forget I forget what Josuke says, but it it prompted me to write, Oh, Josuke doesn't want to start drama. Oh, he was saying, like, uh, thank you for telling me who my real father is, but I don't want to, like, annoy your family. With, yeah. like, being popping out like an illegitimate child and causing more drama. He's like, I like my life the way it is, and, you know, me and my mom are happy, so we'll, you know, not bother you guys. 
Yeah, which just shows further how good of a boy Josuke is. Josuke's a good, good boy. He is a good boy. I've heard that from two different people that have watched it before. People love Josuke. Can we do a Are We There Yet drinking game where someone takes a drink every time we say boy? Oh, yeah. Uh, we will that's, die. Yeah, that's alcohol poisoning. We can't do a show about beautiful boys and then play this game. Yeah. So many boys. Um, also, the ladies love him. Who wouldn't? I mean, obviously. He's, he's, he's a got sensitive style. lad. He's sensitive. He's got style. He's got hair. He's got Big, it all. meaty hair. Big, meaty hair. Delicious. Mm. I don't know why. It, I wrote the quote, it pisses me off when someone talks bad about my awesome hair. <laughs> He's humble as shit. I agree, Josuke. When you got hair as I mean, good if as you... that, you don't have to be humble. <laughs> yeah, he's humble in like every other regard. He can he can own his hair. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I think it's gone so so the show has definitely gone from disembodied hand to it's like right now, not so bizarre. Kind of slice yeah. lifey. Feels a little nor a little normal. Um yeah, so, then, why did I write this down? Why did this happen? Oh! Oh, Koichi! Koichi says, I have no idea what's going on, but something is definitely happening. <laughs> uh, same here, buddy. Same Koichi's Koichi. the audience. He's, he's the surrogate audience. They, uh... Are they, do they fight somebody? Or do they fight each other? Something happens. Uh, Joestar, or not Joestar, uh, Jotaro kind of tells off the girls, like the fangirls, like, hey, get the hell away, like, you can gush about his hair another time. And just by saying hair, it sets off Josuke, who's mm-hmm. got, like... Triggered. Yeah, he's got, like, an Edward Elric, like, short, like, yeah, trigger, like, it just, anything relevant, anything close to his hair, he goes off on. Um, so he tries to take a punch at Jotaro, and then we see Jotaro's ah. stand, which is... Platinum? Something uh, platinum. Star, Star platinum. platinum. Star Platinum. And apparently his... Uh, apparently all the stands, not only being a crazy muscle man that comes out of your body, they also have unique powers. Yes. And Star Platinum's is time-related, so he's able to pause time very briefly and uh, knock down Josuke. Teach him who's boss. Yeah. yeah. And his hat yeah. gets all weird. You're not hot shit. <laughs> you ain't nothing. <laughs> Uh, let's see. I just wrote a lot of quotes. So, yeah. <laughs> I have one that says yeah. he can go from goofy to pissed off, which is true. Josuke is very, he's, he's, his emotions are, I guess he's only 16, so I mean, what can you do? Yeah. His emotions are a little all over the place. He's hot-headed. Yeah. Um, so... Does something happen between that and us meeting uh, Josuke's mom? Uh, yes. Uh, Jotaro uh, sort of, once he reveals he's also a stand user, uh, fills Josuke in by saying that he's coming into town uh, looking for uh, mm. uh, strange occurrences that are happening. Yes. He shows a picture of a ghostly figure uh, of 
uh, a possible stand user that is hiding in the town doing crime. Yeah. All that fun stuff. Nasty crime boys. I just wrote down psychic photography. Mm. Yeah. I'm guessing that's something else in the series, because they just glance over it so fast. So I'm guessing that's... For any newcomers, that's a weird sentence. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's evidence for now. <laughs> yeah, because it's, uh, it's established that uh, people cannot see other people's stands or interact with them unless they are another stand user. Yes. So having a picture of this stand is kind of odd. I don't know if it's like a reverse vampire thing of if you take a picture of it, you can see it. Mm. Ah. Or maybe it is a special camera. Yeah. Special eyes. Special eyes. They all have very special eyes. They pierce into your soul. This has been (laughs) a recurring theme. Special Uh, eyes. Special eyes. (laughs) I was uh, wondering about that with the stands, because everyone seems pretty okay with giant people coming out of other giant people, and no one really worried about it. And it's like, oh, you can't see him unless you have a stand as well. But so that, that must look sense. pretty wild, too, though. Like, just a fight going on, and two guys are kind of just standing there, Stand. staring at each other really hard. <laughs> yeah, because Josuke doesn't necessarily move when uh, Crazy Diamond does something. So yeah. that's why the bully's face being rearranged was even weirder, because it's like, Josuke didn't even move to do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on with this. Yeah. yeah. Oh, also, Josuke has zipper nipples. Pardon? Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> Part <laughs> he's of got, his style. He's got the zippers over his nipple area. Easy access. <laughs> hmm. I suppose... I'm sorry. I somehow missed that. <laughs> I was wondering um, if it was like, it didn't go down further. Like, you can see where they start and stop. So it's not like it attaches to something else. I'm just like, huh. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess we'll just keep going. Hey, the um, jumper cables have to get in there somehow. Yeah, I mean, don't kink <laughs> shame him. I, I He's just very young to be that kinky. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, so we see a woman walking down the street, and a guy comes up beside her, and he's like, I'll take you anywhere you want. She says, you'll take me anywhere. And he says, yeah. And then she says, then go straight to hell. And I immediately fell in love. Yep, I wrote, uh, convertible lady is my favorite. Yeah, and then (laughs) I wrote, is she his mom? Sick. (laughs) And we also meet his grandpa. He, yeah. he rides up beside her, and he's like, hello, daughter. And she's like, hey, dad. And it's just like, oh, little yeah, family this, unit. <laughs> this was a great little scene, because uh, once Convertible Guy gets his face smashed by... Uh, uh, Justy's uh, mom. Yeah. It, does she get a name in this? I'm just... I don't I... think she's named in these episodes. Um, yeah, I don't think so. I think I would have written it down. Yeah, uh, but it's just Josie's mom. Uh, her name is, uh, Tomoko. Okay. Mm. I just have she the wiki like, up, so, uh, she looks I like pulled a, it from there. I've never watched Cowboy Bebop, but she looks like the girl from Cowboy Bebop. I was thinking the same thing, Faye Valentine. She looks yeah. very similar to her. I was gonna say Jill Valentine, but that's Resident Evil. Yes. Um, so she's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and takes uh, no shit from no one. Very much. 
Yeah, I was saying it was great. Uh, she like smashes convertible creep's face on his window, and then a cop pulls up on his bike, and convertible guy's like, "Hey, are, uh, that crazy lady just smashed my face in." And the cop's like, "Yeah, that's my daughter. You shouldn't be giving her shit, huh?" <laughs> yeah, she does that, and she's in her right to do so. She's pretty fucking uh, cool, huh? Bye. It's great. I love this family so much. There's so much going on. Very good. Uh, I. F- I just wrote Angelo. Did not write how we were introduced to him. Angelo. So um, yeah, um, across the street from this convertible scene, there's a rich couple sort of being snooty uh, walking down the yes. street. And, uh, she wants to go uh, shopping. Yeah, a, a creepy dude runs into them. And the, the rich boyfriend husband is like, hey, what are you doing? Blah, macho, blah, blah, blah. And, I'm walking here. Yeah, basically. And then um, the uh, creepy dude, who is revealed to be Angelo, a very despicable and evil criminal, uh, 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 kind of murderates them? <laughs> it's not clear. He does something terrible, and then it cuts to his backstory where we find out how truly terrible he is. Yes, so when he was 12... He went to prison for rape and robbery. Yeah. He's, He's starting at an early age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not good. I wrote down, I like when they're talk, uh, giving more backstory. They're like, Angelo has an IQ of 160 as he's just batting someone in the face. Like, with a baseball bat. Just clearing someone's skull off. And it's just like, yeah. oh. <laughs> a lot like, of, I, like, serial killers and uh, cult leaders have really high IQ. I guess. It's just like, can't you find something more productive with your time than just destroying people's lives? He's just an evil man. Yeah. Sometimes men are evil. (laughs) What? I know. Can you believe? Um, To which I wrote, no, kill him. (laughs) Get him out of here. Well, they tried to. Yeah. And he got away. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I think it goes back to the high school, and it shows, like, a, a wide shot of the high school, during which time I was like, oh, this color palette is something else. Yeah, I noticed the color palette changes when they activate their stands, and I yeah. really like that. It's it's a neat way of saying, like, oh, this world is different than the, you know, quote, real world, sort of. yeah. Like yeah, especially this... with a uh, distinguishing between like the visible parts to other people and what's going on strictly in stand world. Yeah. yeah. Um, so like in this wide shot, like the grass is like pink and like the sky is yellowy green and all this weird stuff. And it's like, that's kind of when I realized like what kind of makes you feel uncomfortable the whole time. Because even though like the stuff we've seen so far isn't super weird... Yet, uh, there is something about it that just makes you feel weird and grimy. And I think it's mm-hmm. the color palette, because you're just like, everything, it kind of looks like, you know when there's a fire, and like everything kind of looks like yellow? Yeah. And you just feel like oh, something's yeah. wrong? Yeah, That's there's like that weird haze. Yeah. That nuclear it's winter feeling. Yeah. Um, so the, uh, Josuke and Koichi are walking out of high school, out of their high school, um, I wrote, Koichi is a small adventure boy. He seeks excitement. 
<laughs> um, they see a crowd gathering at like a convenience store. Oh yeah. And um, the boyfriend slash husband or whatever of the snooty couple has a woman hostage just outside of the store. As you do. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so Josuke takes it upon himself because he's a big strong man to uh, relieve the situation, alleviate. Well, re- the guy re- insults his hair, so yeah, he has to pay reprehens, reprehens, yeah. whatever that word is. So he made fun of his hair, and that made Josuke real upset, as so we've seen before. Um, and he. The court, the series of events, strange. He, so he punches through the woman he's holding hostage as well as the dude. Mm-hmm. But because he's got a cool stand that can heal people, when he comes back out, the girl is perfectly fine. Cause I was really worried. I was like, oh fuck! Wait a minute, <laughs> Josuke. Josuke's I, the villain. <laughs> I know you're mad, but let's cool it for a second. Uh, is is the hot-headedness going to be a problem? But no, he heals the woman, and uh, he takes the knife that uh, was being held against her and puts it inside of the guy yeah. and heals it inside of him. Yeah. So that's where the, like, stands are invisible to normal people really is unsettling and odd, because it's just like, all of a sudden, this guy has a knife in him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, to which I wrote, oh, yuck. <laughs> Gross. Uh, Josuke had a great line when the guy was like, "Oh, my knife's inside of me." Uh, he was like, "Yeah, they probably got great surgeons in prison." Got <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sunglasses him. on. Uh, yeah, I was trying to think. Was it Miami Vice or no? My, not Miami Vice. Uh, CSI Miami. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. So so he punches punches him. Turns out he was possessed. By a stand. Um, and I, as he was slinking away into the sewers, I wrote, oh, he's like Pennywise. <laughs> and he's Just like, keep... oh, I'll be back, Josuke. Ooh, and it's Angelo's stand. <gasps> uh, yeah, he was like, I'm watching you, Josuke. And sort of gets a vendetta against him for stopping the hostage situation. Mm-hmm. And he's a, that's a pretty spooky stand, because he's made of water, so he can just be anywhere. Yeah, it was really weird to me that, like, that's how Angelo got revenge on this guy for bumping into him. Like, it wasn't just, like, kill him and take his money or something, like, simple like that. It's like, he set him up to be a hostage situation. So, yeah, framing him for a crime he technically committed? I... I I feel like even if he wasn't possessed, he was capable of committing this crime. He comes off as a greasy scumbag, so... I don't know. There was no sympathy lost here. At least for me. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, we go into episode two! So, yeah. Uh, Where we start out, it, it looks like Angelo found where Josuke lives, because he's sort of staking out the, uh, house... By dressing up as a milk man, so oh, he yeah. can get that up close and personal. That was in the end of personal. episode one, also. I forgot to uh, write, yeah. that, write that down. Yeah, so he's sort of uh, watching the house. 
Uh, he tries to deliver some milk, but uh, uh, Josuke's mom is ever observant. It's like, ooh, this one has a damaged uh, seal. Seal, yeah. So you, uh, you gotta give me a new one. He's like, oh no, my plan failed, because he put his stand named Aqua Necklace into the milk so mm-hmm. he could possess the family. But, oh, uh, that, that sneaky plan's not going to work this time. Also, <laughs> I, he, he can possess people. That's part of his stand. And he did not do so to spy on Josuke. He was yeah. just him, but in a yeah. milkman uniform. And the milkman uniform is a hat and an apron on a tiny bicycle with a basket. And this guy is, like, seven feet tall and, like, 300 pounds of raw muscle. Like, <laughs> it's very alarming. <laughs> oh, my new milkman is Hulk Hogan. <laughs> ah, yes, brother. Ah, no questions here. Also, are there still milkmen in uh, 1999? I there don't remember any. in the town that they live in. Which I is guess called, it... The town is called Moria. <laughs> And yeah. I just wrote down, it's a me, Morio. Uh. <laughs> uh, I'm sad now. <laughs> Welcome to my life. Yes. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, another note. I noticed they got, like, hair fangs. I don't know how else to describe them, but they got little, like, crinkly spikes on the back of all their hairs of Josuke, Jotaro, and Angelo, who are all mm. stand users. That's is, true. Is this mm. a thing? Is this hair thing a sign of who's a stand user or not? I did not notice that, but I would not be surprised. Because there's another character we see later who also has that and a stand as well. So I was like, huh, this is strange. Could be. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Uh, I believe at this point, uh, this is where we get to the theme song. Oh, um, yeah. Not quite. No. Or was it after the thing it's I'm after. dreading? It's, <laughs> it's after. It's after this terrible scene. So, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Josuke's mom and Angelo sort of bond when he's described or Bonds. disguised as the milkman over uh, all those people who don't pick up after their dogs. So, uh, uh, Angelo steps in some dog poop mm-hmm. and uh, uh, finds a dog pooping in a nearby yard. And goes up to him and is like, hey, why don't you pick up after your goddamn dog? And in doing so, uh, eats the face of the dog. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this was bad. This was a bad time for everyone. This is I... the worst part of the whole show ever. I don't care the that there are, there are 36 episodes we haven't seen. This is, this is it. This is the worst. This is I the worst. Was, we hit rock bottom already. <laughs> At episode two. I was writing notes like during the scene. I was like, man, I don't like this aqua thing. It's kind of weird. Oh, fuck the dog. Like, and that's all I have. And right. I'm like, I can take a lot. Like, a lot of things can't bother me. Yeah. But it was at this moment that I, I was, like, writing my notes, like, with my head in my hand, and then I was just like, oh, And I, like, <laughs> shot up and, like, reactively, like, my hands balled into fists. I was like, no! Not no more! I'll my audio you right now. when I yelled, no! <laughs> <laughs> I've heard people talk about JoJo's, and apparently it's kind of a very unfortunate theme with this series, that dogs get injured a lot. No! Which makes me surprised how popular it is. 
So yeah, it's uh, not great. Yeah, and then he spits the stuff in the guy's mouth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he spits the dog face into the guy's mouth. Uh, it's uh. so upsetting. I didn't like it. And then that's how Aqua gets into the guy, and instead of like possessing him to do something, he just straight out kills he him just right kills there. Kills him. Yeah. <laughs> so. uh... Angelo's Again, driving guy. home the fact that Angelo is not a great guy. No. It, which is, as horrible as it is, it's kind of something I appreciated in a weird way. Because in a lot of animes, you hear all these terrible stories of, like, this is the villain, he does terrible things. And then throughout the whole series, like, he's just kind of like, he's kind of a jerk and fights the main character, but that's it. Like, he doesn't seem like a bad guy, except for the history you told us he did. But Angelo is like, here's this guy's terrible history. Also, he's a raving lunatic that just bites everything's face off. So it's like, oh, okay. He, like, it really reinforced how bad of a person he was. Yeah, really driving home that he's a monster. He's yeah. very bad. Ugh. But yeah, okay. at this point, after uh, spitting a dog's face into his owner's mouth, um, uh, Aqua Necklace uh, goes into a nearby sewer drain into the water supply into uh josuke's house no so infil infiltration sneaky uh, snooky but now we get a sweet ass disco break of a theme song hell yeah that was <laughs> this is a good theme song that's a jarring juxtaposition between those two scenes yeah, if if they gave me anything less of a palate cleanser, I would have been disappointed. <laughs> but this was this was a disco bop, which uh, is kind of weird because it's 1999. Yeah. yeah, that that stuck out to me. Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the music and the style stuff. But I was kind of like, hmm, this is fairly tame for what I was expecting with JoJo because I hear so much crazy stuff about him, and I was expecting. 80s 90s rock music so i was going mm. huh it, it seems pretty anime like it seems it doesn't seem too unique to jojo's except I for the constant into it it was good but except for the color constant changing color palette i wasn't too surprised by it i don't know mm. maybe i'm just jaded mm-hmm. no yeah i was definitely down for this uh this uh as i previously mentioned i tried to watch all of the anime intros and outros uh, mm-hmm. to get the full experience, and it's sort of a gauge if I can make it through or not. But yeah, I watched both the intros and outros of episode two and three because I I was having fun with it. Oh yeah, every time. Yeah, I called this fly, which is not a word that's typically <laughs> in my vocabulary, but it's very appropriate for 1999. It is. it is so fly. It's so fly. <laughs> uh, Jotaro and Josuke are chatting on the phone. Going over the events of uh, yesterday and uh, facing off a stand user. Uh, and Jotaro says to be very careful because uh, Aqua Necklace can get into any water supply and uh, you have to be careful about what you eat or drink. Yeah. And as this is going on, Josuke's mom is making breakfast with lots of things to eat and drink. No. <laughs> From the tap. He yep. also he also says that Aqua Aqua Necklace is a weak stand, which is I interesting. Me- I think he meant like physically, like the way physically, yes. Diamond is a uh, crazy diamond, and uh, Star Platinum like fought each other. Like Aqua, I don't think could hold its own hold its own in a physical fight. 
Yeah. Yeah, which is sort of why it goes into such sneaky, deceptive tactics to infiltrate. It's a coward. <laughs> Me too. Uh, same. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, but in the breakfast preparation, Aqua Necklace gets into Josuke's mom's coffee and mm. and uh, she accidentally drinks him. No! And Josuke's very calm about this when telling Jotaro, like, he sees her drinking and he's like, oh, she's, uh, she's possibly infected, like, this might be a situation. Gotta go! But, he, but that's the thing, he wasn't like, I gotta, I gotta run! And he, like, throws the phone, like, he's like, oh, give me a second, and puts the phone down, and just, like, walks over to his mom, and it's like, oh, what, why is he so calm for his mom being possessed? Yeah, because he's, it, mm, I don't want to say he's hot-headed, because he's only hot-headed when it comes to his hair. Yeah. And his hair was not brought into question in this. Yeah. yeah. So I guess I guess he is super chill. He's and I guess calm. maybe because he knows his stand is very powerful, he's probably just like, hold on, I got this. Yeah, and he uses that powerful thing to get it. Because he... Get it, girl. He deceptively uh, walks up behind his mom with a bottle... Breaks it and punches through her. So uh, when he pulls it back out, he fixes the bottle and captures Aqua Necklace inside of it, which is super dope. And his mom doesn't notice at all. And she's still super calm about everything. It is great. It's like, I get that's what his power does. He's able to rearrange stuff back to the way it was or however he wants it. But Mm -hmm. it's still... Always jarring seeing him just punching through his mom's chest. Yeah. And then pulling it back out. Like, no big deal. It's like, no, very much big deal. This is, uh, this is uh, quite strange. Yeah. And that's when I'm I also... was kind of like, uh, oh, I guess that stand is pretty weak. Because yeah. it's that easy. <laughs> oh, no, you trapped me with bottle. <laughs> <laughs> but I was also confused because when he, like, fixes things, like, with the bully's face... Uh, it mentions that things heal back in different forms, but when he punches through some people, everything's fine. I think it's when he wants it to be, because there's a time where he swings at uh, Jotaro and he warps his hat. So it's kind of like, if he's not thinking about it, they'll reform in whatever shape they want. And then if he's making a conscious effort, he can heal people and reform them the way they were before. Okay, because... That has been fairly inconsistent, and I don't remember him explaining a difference between it. So mm. I was sort of I was sort of confused if that was a loophole or not. Yeah, I'm not sure if they explicitly say that or not, or if I was just taking that as an impression of like he's he putting does it a when he wants to. Yeah, he's making a very deliberate choice to do it and not to do it at times. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah, because yeah. I, I do like that he's like mom. a main character with these powers. But he's well on his way with controlling it. Like, he's done this for years already. They're not brand new to him. He's not having trouble controlling it. Like, he's pretty secure with his strength. And I enjoy that. So, yeah. um, Shortly after, uh, uh, Josuke uh, lets Jotaro know that he has this bottle of the stand. And he's like, keep your eye on it. Don't uh, lose it for a second. Uh, and then immediately the grandpa police officer comes in, um, 
And uh, he puts a gun up to <laughs> Josuke's head. He's like, why aren't you at school? <laughs> I thought this was going to be like the, oh no, his dad's, or his grandfather's like super hardcore. Because like his whole family seems pretty hardcore except for the grandfather. And I was like, oh, this is where we find out he's insane. Yeah. But he's like, why aren't you in school? And Josuke's like, why do you have a gun? God damn. <laughs> I like that he reacted like that. I, I'm glad it wasn't just a common occurrence. Yeah. Because he was, he was like, haha, it's just a toy. And it's like, what, what the hell? What? You're Grandpa, a cop. You're a cop. That yeah. could have been real. Uh, so yeah, that that sort of threw me for a loop. <laughs> Keeps uh, you on your toes. But uh, taking advantage of, uh, I believe Angelo has been staking out the entire family for so long. Oh yeah, it's revealed. Uh, Angelo is. Uh, Angelo was put into jail by. Uh, Josuke's grandfather. So there's mad beef there. There are layers. But I like that they pointed out, like, when they show him sticking out, he goes, oh, so that's where, I forget his grandfather's name, but he's like, so, so that's where you live. And then later in a scene it says, Angela says, I know everything there is to know about you, the way you like your coffee, and like the knowing that you like a, you know, whiskey after the end of your shift and all this stuff. It's like, so you know everything about him, Except for where he lives. Like, I feel like that's a big yeah. oversight for someone with 160 IQ. Yeah. That's true. I didn't he, think of that. Yeah. Yeah, he lives in this town. He should know that the cop that he has a vengeance for and has for uh, years and plus. years. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, oh, let me take revenge now. Now that it's convenient that I hate this entire family. Yeah. <laughs> I don't hate the one guy. I hate everyone now. <laughs> one I guy get... wasn't enough, but now I can destroy the whole family. Uh, yeah. Two birds, one stand. <laughs> ah. One aqua necklace. But yeah, uh, aqua necklace, using this information, turns into a nice bottle of cognac, which is mm. the grandpa's favorite uh, drink when he gets off of work. Yeah. So the grandpa immediately drinks this. Wait, and, Hold on. And, ooh. They're watching the news, Josuke and his grandpa. And mm-hmm. the newscast is like, oh, all of these people died from illness or accident. And I was like, and no other options. No, nothing <laughs> yes. else. That's no it. foul play. But then grandpa I, was like, oh. I think. I the, <laughs> he's up to something. <laughs> and yeah. we find, we get to see a good look of how finely chiseled his chin is looks like yes. jay leno yes grandpa uh, <laughs> but like i know his grandfather just got off of a long shift of like the night shift at a, a policeman uh we can assume but it's like 8 a.m and he's reaching for that cognac <laughs> it's five yeah. o'clock somewhere uh, <laughs> i don't know grandpa might be coping with something here so yeah he drinks it and immediately dies and Josuke's like no i uh, i took my eyes off the bottle for one second uh as uh, uh jotaro arrives um and he tries to use his stand to heal his grandpa but he finds out that his stand cannot bring people back from the dead yeah i wrote oh yay oh no ah <laughs> yeah and and Aqua Necklace is like, this is your fault, Josuke. You, you weren't watching me. 
<laughs> like a yeah. petulant child. You didn't like, stop me from murdering your grandpa. That's your fault. I'm not taking responsibility. I'm a lunatic. This is on you. Yeah. But I thought I think that's a that's a good layer to a villain too, is the ability to emotionally manipulate someone. Yeah. The uh, Simba, you're responsible for your father's death. Yes, thing. that's where I've heard it before. <laughs> <laughs> this is a weird scar. Yeah, just the worst scar. Um, but yeah, there's there's a uh, funeral for the grandpa, uh, and uh, Josuke's mom is off visiting family uh, after the funeral, sort of to sort of get her away while Angelo and Aqua Necklace are still out and about. And three days pass where they, uh, uh, Josuke and Jotaro are in the family house, sort of waiting out Angelo's next attack. Um, And it turns out that uh, Angelo wasn't waiting for an opening to break in. He was waiting for the next rainstorm. Mm. And if he was in California, he'd be shit out of luck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that'd be a long stakeout. Yeah. And Jotaro <laughs> mentions years. to Josuke, he's probably he's like, yeah, he'll probably just start by killing you and your mom. And it's just like, oh fuck, okay. <laughs> That's all. Okay. Oh, cool. chill. But yeah. Uh, so once the rain starts pouring, uh, there's infinite water all around, so Everywhere. they're uh, trapped in the house. And once the water is making contact with the house, uh, Aqua Necklace can sneak in. And what he does. Yeah. This is real great. He uh, breaks in once the rain is making contact with the house. And what he does once he gets inside is he starts turning on everything that makes steam. Mm -hmm. So he's turning on kettles, he's turning on humidifiers, he's turning on the showers and the hot water taps. He's so the, everywhere. <laughs> so the water vapor is infinite and can go anywhere. And they can but breathe him in. <gasps> I, I like that they pointed out that Angelo, at some point, was wearing his stakeout, snuck into the house and poked holes through the ceiling so it was easier for water to go up and down floors. And then also broke the faucets on stuff so they can't just easily turn everything off. He does his work. Yeah, I, he's a he's a sneaky dude. That's how like, did no I one notice? They, um, this is dark, but there he was just caught. This was a long. We saw time a man ago. bite a dog's face off. How dark could it get? <laughs> but this is a real thing. Um, the East Area Rapist. He was in Sacramento. This was a long, long time ago, and they literally just caught him. Um, uh, but he was. Golden State Killer? Golden State Killer, that's the one. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so he would he would go into people... He was a construction worker, so he would go into people's houses and, like, stake out their house and then set stuff up, like, for his for his plans. Yeah. His, his victims. So I wonder if maybe they uh, saw that and were like, ooh, he plans. I don't know. Yeah, I would not be surprised if that was an inspiration, especially since there's so much rape in his backstory. Yeah, a lot, a lot that's of rape, what I was thinking. So <laughs> back to the fun fight scene. Back yeah. to the wet house. Mm, yeah, back to Ugh. back to wet world, moist <laughs> water world, moist manor. 
Uh, I think we found an episode title. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Can't we just call it child murder and be it better? <laughs> uh, we'll see. Um, so, yeah, uh, now that Aqua Necklace is uh, loose in this house, uh, they are trying to figure out how to escape because there's water, water everywhere. Um, <laughs> and not a drop to drink. Uh, so they uh, decide to use uh, Crazy Diamond to break through a wall uh, that uh, Aqua Necklace could not follow through. But, oh no, he was anticipating that because Aqua Necklace set up, or uh, Angelo set up a humidifier on the other side of this wall. So they <laughs> gotcha, break sucker. into a trap. Ah. Uh, and immediately Josuke inhales uh, Aqua Necklace. Takes that dope hit. And seemingly... He's uh, gonna take over his body. No, but, Josuke. But uh, we see a, a dastardly plan of Josuke was he cut up pieces of a rubber glove, swallowed mm-hmm. it. So once Aqua Necklace went into his body, he used his stand to seal up the rubber glove and capture him. Ha ha! Ah, to which I say, so, weird. <laughs> so genius seems genius i want to say it's genius but it was really just so dumb that it worked (laughs) yeah (laughs) i like that when he coughs up the glove like once it's sealed and aqua necklace is in there he looks at jodo and he's like sorry if you had to like sorry you had to see that gross thing (laughs) of me just vomiting up a rubber glove i was like oh i'm glad he knows this is weird and gross yeah he acknowledges it which is nice he's very aware but yeah, uh, now that uh, uh, now that Aqua Necklace is captured, they uh, set him free, which leads him back to where Angelo was hiding, just up in the tree in the front yard. <laughs> just very out. sneaky. Uh, so when they they find where Angelo is and they confront him, now that they have bested him, um, and Angelo is like. You can't do anything to me. It's beyond the law. You're good guys. Yeah, you have to be law-abiding citizens. I already got convicted and went to jail, so there's nothing yeah. you can do to me. It's, it's that thing of like, ooh, if we kill them, we're just as bad as they are. And it's like, I don't know, you raped and killed two 14-year-old girls. Yeah, well, he, uh, he raped and killed a lot of people. So it's like... Yeah, Batman can look the other way this time. Like, maybe we can yeah. kill him. So, yeah, they, uh, uh, Josuke, uh, punches him, uh, into a rock and breaks up the rock and refuses it so that, uh, he is trapped forever inside this rock. Repent and then the for nar- eternity, garbage man. <laughs> <laughs> and then the narrator comes in and is like, yeah, yeah this. This rock is a local attraction called Angelo's <laughs> Rock. It becomes a place for romantic rendezvous. Love and it. I was so confused by this. I'm like, how is it romantic when a dude's just screaming at you from a rock? <laughs> like, it's so weird. Um, I, I also wrote uh, another word that is not regularly in my vocabulary. I called this raw. raw. I wrote, that's so raw. He's stuck forever in the city. His grandpa protected. It's Monday Night Raw. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Just brutal. But yeah, that... Uh, a, a fitting end to have him trapped forever. 
in this rock. Yay. I'm that fine I guess the teens are making out on. <laughs> I don't know. It's in it's just in like a yard in a suburb. I don't know mm-hmm. how it's a romantic spot. Yeah, well. We, well it's a we rock. see on the next episode he actually reconfigures it again. Like not to jump too far ahead. He reconfigures it again. Well, it happens and, in the beginning, so we're there. Yeah. We're on episode 3 now. Yeah, episode 3. Um, so we see, like, Angelo's eyes still in the rock, but we don't see any other parts of him, and it kind of looks like a face. So when it's, like, this rock, I'm like, oh, I get how it could be a landmark now, as opposed to, like, a human man's face sticking out of it screaming for eternity. So I can understand the new reconfiguring of it more as a landmark than the old one. But even Koichi's like, hey, what's up with this weird-ass rock? (laughs) (laughs) We see, uh, yeah, well, I'll get to it um but oh the ending this is when we see the ending for the first time and this is what i was expecting uh for jojo's ending intro like this is the style and music i was expecting for jojo's because it's savage garden which is very appropriate for 1999 i suppose Mm. yeah (laughs) uh but i very much enjoyed the ending much more than the intro intro is still fine but like this the endings got me and like hooked me um so yeah next episode they're still talking to angelo and kind of interrogating him well not even because he's just giving away this information and i was like wow for a guy who's so smart supposedly he's real dumb and just spilling all of his secrets what has he got to lose he's in a rock i suppose but like <laughs> he's just like taunting him like ha 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 there's another mastermind behind all this and you'll never catch it. It's like, why? You don't have to tell him. Like like you said, he's got nothing to lose, but he also has nothing to gain. That's so true. So like, why is he telling him this? Um, so he tells him about a man in a school uniform, which I think is weird. Because mm-hmm. all of these men, like even Jotaro's in a school uniform or a variation of it. And he's 28 at this point, I think. And like, it's weird to hear a man in a school uniform. It's a kink. Um, don't kink shame them. I, I don't know. It's It's... It becomes a kink becomes weird when it's in public, and then some kinks only exist if they're in public. So I don't know. There, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, so he tells him about this guy who shoots him in the throat when he was in prison. Shot appeared out of nowhere, shot him in the throat with an arrow in his mouth, and he's like, "Hey, you survived. You get this cool new stand. Thanks, Dio." And then disappeared, and it's just like, "What? What?" Um, And Dio is an elude. Uh, alluding to a previous season where I guess he was the long-running villain to the Joestar family. Dio! It's Dio. me! Dio! It's me! The whole time! <laughs> and so that's got Jotaro's attention because he's like, oh shit, Dio's still involved with something? I thought we beat him last, you know, a few years back or however long. Uh, with this long-running series and with it being in, like, not necessarily real time, but they keep track of the dates because it goes across generations. Mm-hmm. So it's weird how... Uh, pinpoint they are with all the you know date information but it's a very cool feature because this right now is about over a hundred years past the start of the series which is kind of bonkers yeah because i think the original joe star was in england like a hundred years ago Mm -hmm. so it's interesting to see it's not only in england there's one season where they're in uh, egypt and then now they're in japan like it doesn't all take place in japan it's a very global anime and it's something I wrote down. It's like the style and the writing and stuff is very Japanese, but it's a very worldly anime within the world, like within yeah. the show. Yeah. That's cool. I very much appreciate that. It's very well done. Yeah. 
Um, so the whole time Angelo is spilling his guts about uh, this secret benefactor who gave him his stands uh, artificially in a weird way, he's actually controlling Aqua Necklace to strangle this kid behind them and force him to force the glove. To, he's still in the glove, but it forces him down his throat and starts shooting the kid, saying, like, if you don't let me out, I'll kill this kid. To which jo- uh, Josuke just reconfigures him further into a rock monster. He wasn't angry that, enough before. That's right, yeah, he wasn't angry enough. And then he mentions his hair, which triggers him again. And then he destroys the entire rock and then reconfigures that again to be what we see it as, like, a big face monster. And I'm guessing that kills Angelo because uh, Aqua Necklace stops strangling the kid. Yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. So, garbage man. But Joski's a murderer now. Yay. Yay. Oops. Join the club. I'm sure it's not going to be your last. <laughs> Seems like everyone else is already in there, so welcome well, aboard. We've got time. Um, so yeah, it's that, that's kind of the end of Angelo. It kind of winds down from there, and it's, it's this, this is the episode that sets up a new arc or storyline. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of tame. Uh, I like when they're walking back from school. It's uh, Josuke and uh, Koichi. They walk by the, the rock, and Josuke just goes, uh, Yo, Angelo! And I was like, oh, fucking just taunting, like, your big <laughs> rival, because, he, you know, he's forever trapped alive in that rock. It's just, like, fucking ice cold. But then Koichi <laughs> does the same. It's cute. He's like, what? And then Josuke's like, oh, nothing. And then he's like, yeah. okay. Yeah. Hi, yeah, Angelo. Angelo. Yeah, he's just like, I guess this is the thing. The cool kid does it, so I'll do it, too. And it's just like, oh. I don't know if it's enough for Angelo, like, punishment-wise, but it's definitely very sweet. Mm-hmm. It's a good punishment. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's a big old ghost house, abandoned house, across from Josuke's house. And Koichi thinks he sees a silhouette in there, the way all good ghost stories start. And Josuke's like, no, this is across from my house. I would have noticed if someone moved in. It's probably just the realtor kicking out homeless people. And Koichi sticks his head into the gate to get a better look. And when he does that, he notices a f- you know, someone standing right behind the gate. And at that moment, that person kicks on the gate trapping Koichi's head in there and just choking him out. Yeah. Well, before this, though, uh, Jotaro is talking about connections that may have occurred between this bow and arrow situation and Dio. Oh, that's right. That's right. And I think I think that's really interesting because, like, this show, like, while it is very action-y, it's also kind of, like, a mystery. And, mm-hmm. like, if this yeah. really is how it is, like, setting up like having these little mini arcs of just them trying to beat these people with stands, it feels very like Scooby Doo esque, <laughs> you know? Waskly kids. Yeah, I just yeah. think that's really interesting because now it's now it's Jotaro trying to find a connection between this bow and arrow and how maybe Dio got his stand because he also got a stand out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah, so it's trying to find like the. Uh, Dio was thought to be the big bad, but there's this strange figure that's giving people powers that's going even beyond Dio. The, so there's like an even bigger bad hiding in the sidelines. Even beyond Dio. Super Saiyan Dio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it just seems like all of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is just about how one family is just trying to live their life and one asshole named Dio is ruining it. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Koichi's being choked out by this gate, and yeah. I guess took a big breath of air beforehand, because it, it 
happens for a while. Yeah, it's um, most of this episode he's being strangled by the yeah. gate. So yeah. it's like 20 minutes. It's odd. Um, but right when he gets uh, caught in the gate, it uh, hard cuts to Jotaro going back to Josuke's house. And um, we actually see Josuke meet, or no, Jotaro meet Josuke's mom for the first time. And she thinks he's Joseph. As soon as she sees him, she just throws herself at him all over him, saying, like, I knew you'd come back. I've always loved you, even though you're 50 years older than me. Yeah. I also said, though, I was like, I would do the same. If Joseph (laughs) Joestar came to my door, I'd be like, I missed you. I love you. This was also a great uh, dub moment of just her saying, love, 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 while, like, nuzzling into his chest, which was great. (laughs) Very silly. As ridiculous and over-the-top this show is, it's very silly for most of it. Um, I could understand her attraction to Joseph, because he's just such a finely sculpted being. He's such a hottie. But, like... Beautiful boy. He's also been gone. Beautiful man. He's also been gone out of her life for, like, roughly 20 years. Like... I'd be pretty pissed. You don't I, don't know, I was very surprised. Like. I guess I do not know. I do not know how <laughs> it's like to raise an illegitimate child for 16 years. <laughs> I will confess to that. Um, so yeah, this is where Jotaro like talks to her and says like, "No, I'm I'm Joseph's grandson. Um, we're actually all related. Like that's why your son. Is, you know, that's why I've been talking to your son and tries to explain to her like trying to get more information about this bow and arrow and just seeing anywhere he can." Because it's a big concern now um, that it's just handing out stands left and right. And then we cut back to uh, Josuke with uh, Koichi being murdered uh, with the strangling <laughs> of the gate and all that. And we get, uh, what's his name? Okuya. Okuyasu. Okuyasa. Uh, I just call him, I call him Patchwork. Just That's Patch good. Adams. I called him Money Boy. Money Boy? Yeah. yeah. Dial Dial Bill. Because uh, he's got just big, like, stitches i guess it's not very clear but he's got just two lines like going across his entire face and it's weird yeah he also it, wears many dollar signs he's, he's got a very similar uniform to josuke and it's just filled with yen and dollar signs because he's just obsessed with money i guess they don't really explain it maybe he's showing how rich he is but is he though because he's squatting in a abandoned house with his they bro. bought it they bought it I think so. Yeah. Because they're like, this is our new house. And it sort of, uh, I don't know if it was translating something on his jacket, but uh, it said billions somewhere on his Mm -hmm. clothing. So I guess they're saying that they're rich kids. Yeah. I I assumed it was just all illegal funds because we find out his bro, we never get a clear look, but his bro is the man in the school uniform with the ponytail who gave Angelo his powers. Mm-hmm. So he's able to somehow sneak into prison, give him his powers, and sneak out. Um, and when his bro tells him to stop messing around, he shoots Koichi in the neck with the arrow. No! <laughs> he ain't here to play. He's going all out. Uh, but if Koichi lives through it, he gets a stand. And, like, Koichi's a soft little boy, but, like, he any normal human would have died... 15 minutes ago into this episode. like He's also he's in both... the theme song, so I don't think he can die. He, he's safe, unless this is like Game of Thrones, and it's just like, here's the you know roster of who we're going to kill one by one. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, so he's been strangled for like a good 10 minutes while they monologue at each other. And then he gets just an arrow in the neck for like the rest of the episode. And yeah, he's really got the low end of this fight. <laughs> I would stop hanging out with Josuke after this. <laughs> um, so it, it, without any concerns, by the end of the episode, it's still implied he's hanging on. Um, but yeah, so once he gets the arrow in the neck, this is when Okuyasa and Josuke start fighting. And we find out that Okuyasa also has a stand, which was pretty clear in the opening of the episode, because he's in the intro. Um, so that's, that's something that always bothers me, is when the intro spoils stuff. Like, I know they have to kind of encapsulate the whole season, but it also gives away a lot, which is unfortunate. Yeah, it's um, better for rewatch than for initial watch. Yeah. And Okuyasa's stand is very similar to Crazy Diamond's, except his head is slightly different. And yeah, his hand has uh, those Nike pump-up kicks where you like, pump up and the shoe gets tightened because he's just got weird like stand tumors on his hand, like just weird bubbles. Yeah. And it also, turns out the sound that it makes when he like hits things, it sounds like you know when like vines or just like funny videos when the audio gets really loud and distorted. <laughs> yeah. And it just goes, <laughs> That's out what it sounds like. So every so time very he gets anything, to to. anytime he gets anything, I'm just like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> it just cracks me up. Oh, I forgot I wrote down, uh, for Okuyasa, I forgot his name in the episode, so I just wrote down Joe Star McDuck, because he reminded me of Scrooge McDuck with his money. <laughs> I love um, it. So yeah, they're just, apparently no one has inner dialogue in this world. Like, everyone just immediately starts spouting whatever comes into their head without a second thought. Because the whole time Josuke's talking, he could have been saving uh, Koichi, but just lets him go. Um, so yeah, it's we find out the hand, is his power is able to just pull stuff towards him, kind of. Like, it's a weird additional step, but it's kind of telekinesis. Yeah, it, like, cuts uh, space uh, out of existence and sort of immediately closes the gap. Yeah. yeah, and he's just like, I don't even really know where it goes, but... <laughs> Hell if I know. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> he seems like a big old the conversation. But I'm not sure, I forget if it was implied that he got his stand from his brother with the bow and arrow, or if he naturally had it. Ooh, I, I, not, I do not know. Me yeah. either. Maybe um, it's not been revealed yet. Yeah. Because it seems like his brother was aware of the hand, is what the, his stand's name is, and like feared it. So it seems like he was aware of it before his brother had it. Um, but yeah, so Josuke tricks him into absorbing the space in between him and Josuke, and then Josuke ducks and flower pots go flying past him and hit him in the face. And this is when Josuke runs in to get Koichi and finds out he was dragged into the abandoned house by the ponytail uh, man in the school uniform. And who's trying to see if Koichi lives, if he'll get a stand or not. So. And that's pretty much it. Oh, there was one line with uh, Jotaro talking to Josuke's mom. Where he says, like, oh, I'm not Joseph Josuke, uh, Joestar. He's an old man now. And I just wrote down, he was an old man then. He yeah. was 62 <laughs> when they met. Like, he's always been old. <laughs> and that just, like, really caught me off guard. I was like, if you're over 60, you're old. I hate to break it to you. <laughs> Yeah, especially this uh, fresh-faced man coming up 
and you're like, ooh, a decade has passed. He must be even younger and handsomer. <laughs> Did you moisturize? <laughs> you look great, I, honey. That hot Egypt the... desert sun did wonders for your skin. <laughs> it's, it's so forgiving. Uh, I don't know. With stands, it's impo- It's entirely possible he'd come back younger. I don't know. Yeah, you Maybe Benjamin know. Button is a stand user. I oh. would not be surprised. <laughs> Finally, the crossover we all wanted. Benjamin <laughs> <laughs> Button and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> um, so yeah, it kind of leaves us on a cliffhanger for the next episode, which we did not watch. So, yeah. Ooh, he's still a mystery. Ooh. Yeah. And then we get that sweet, sweet Savage Garden outro. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, since this is a new show for everyone, we can all sort of... Uh, go through our ending questions of uh are, what are did y'all think yet? of this are we there yet i'm yeah. afraid to watch more because <laughs> there are still 36 episodes and it can get so much worse than a man biting a dog's <laughs> face off but can it i i want to know what happens because i don't know there is a big bad i know there's a big bad in the season and we have not met them yet so I want to know who the big bad is. So I think I would keep watching this. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, do you think you would go back and watch the previous stuff to fill in up to this point? Ugh. Since this is sort of a weird, yes, it is kind of a new series, but it has uh, technically three seasons ahead of it. I think I'd rather just get information myself rather than have to watch a bunch of episodes leading up to this one because this season is 39 episodes which is a lot for me i usually like to stick to anime that are like 26 episodes or less Mm -hmm. so i think i'd rather just like look it up but also i feel like the show does a pretty good job of like telling us what's happened before yeah so yeah probably not but i would watch this Oh god, I'm just looking at the Wikipedia and it's just so much. Yeah. The manga's existence since 87. Oh my uh, god. Yeah. And then there's 122 volumes, which is like oh boy. Five chapters, 5 to 7 chapters per volume. So that's like 700 plus chapters <laughs> like that's a lot. It is a lot. Yeah. And I have previously watched the first, like, five or six episodes of the original, or the first season, and Mm -hmm. it was nowhere near as weird and uh, odd as this, which is sort of why... Yeah. (laughs) That's a good word for it. I'm I'm trying to not say it eight million times (laughs) in this episode. Well, I'm trying Um, to say it eight million times this episode. Oh, bizarre, bizarre. Um, Bizarre. it starts out fairly normal, and it just becomes a rivalry between the original JoJo and Dio. And I, I wanted to see like where it gets to this Crazy. craziness because mm. it starts out as a normal, haha, we are enemies, let's fight anime. Mm-hmm. And I want to see it, but there is so much, and so much of it seems very disturbing. So I, I don't know if I would continue with this. I think one of the things Dio does to piss off the original Jojo is kill his dog. So, like, the dog violence is prominent in the no. series. No, yes, and I, I don't know why. I did watch those episodes, and yes, that definitely does happen. 
Yeah. Why though? <laughs> I I don't I I get that that's like an immediately identifying as this guy's Even, bad when they yeah. kill a dog, but that, yeah, that's true. Do you have to do it every two seconds? <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit much. Um, I enjoyed it. I I enjoyed it much more. Than, well, no, I I always assumed I'd enjoy this because it can't be this it can't be this long running and be terrible uh, unless you're Bleach. Um, so <laughs> wow, shots fired. Uh, <laughs> If we want to do a Bleach episode, I'll have a lot to say. Um, <laughs> we'll get there. But, yeah. Uh, so I was expecting, like, it's super crazy and over the top and a lot of, like, good 80s, 90s music, which is my prime. So I wasn't surprised I enjoyed it. But I'm one of those nerds who kind of have to know everything about a series when I get into it. So, like, Supernatural and Buffy and all those long-running shows, I can't get into because I'll have to start from square one. And there's just way too much. So, for me, I enjoyed the show, but I don't think I'll keep up with it. Just because it'll always bug me not knowing everything about stuff. Like, when they say, like, psychic photography, and they talk about this old witch with the bow and arrow. I'm like, who is that? What's going on? And I would, the nerd in me craves to know everything and understand it all. And you would drive yourself insane. It's just too much for me at this point. So what you guys are saying is that you're cowards. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes <laughs> we have um, a lot of time on our hands just not that much time. That much. <laughs> um so with like naruto and bleach and one piece the big three of shonen i kept up with all of those and i read i watched most of the anime for those and then i've kept up with all the manga for those but that's over the course of like 14 years like that's been like half of my life i've been following those three and then two of those are ended now so it's easier to keep track of like, for JoJo's, I would have had to have been interested years ago. And, I mean, I guess you can make the case I could be interested now and start and catch up when I'm 38. But, I don't know. <laughs> that's yeah. that's a lot. <laughs> so, I enjoy it, but I don't think I'll be keeping up with the show. Mm. Yeah. Because I, I would also want to, like, see the dynamic shifts. Because I remember from working on Season 2 that uh, uh, Jotaro was the whiny teen and was the hot-headed one, and sort of seeing him become the mentor figure, I want to get the full story of, like, his arc as well. And before that, there's going to be the person who uh, worked with Joseph, so there's uh, that arc. Uh, Since he was uh, Jotaro's mentor, it's sort Mm -hmm. of a chain of uh, this narrative leads into this narrative leads into this narrative that Mm. uh, is hard. It's hard for me to jump in the middle, too. Yeah. See, I don't have a problem with that. (laughs) (laughs) You're down for whatever. Yeah. (laughs) It's uh, just the dogs. I kind of just take what's given to me. So, like, it doesn't bother me if I'm missing information. I'm kind of just like, all right. And then if I want to know what they're talking about, I'll, like, look it up or something. But You are much more adaptable. I I know. (laughs) Well, because I know some of the characters from before. And, like, Paul's told me a lot about the show. Like, I feel like I can kind of follow it. Like, I don't need absolutely every detail to understand what's happening. I'm just kind of like, okay, if that's what's happening in your canon, sure. <laughs> I'll not? take it. So, I would watch it's like it. A, it's like a Studio Ghibli movie. You just get thrown in the middle of it. It's like, all right, I guess we're going with this. Yeah. Um, I, I, I can do that with some stuff, but especially, like, long-running stuff, I just... 
I don't know, something about me just craves understanding everything and knowing knowing there's callbacks or secrets that I, I won't get or be able to appreciate as much uh, won't stop, like, scratching in the back of my head. Yeah, so, you're a completionist. It, weirdly, yes, with series and stories and, like, narratives, but not with, like, anything else in my life or video games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, that was a lot. Yeah, so uh, before we wrap things up, we can look forward to something new in the future. Uh, Dana, much more condensed. (laughs) Yes. Uh, So, Dana, what are we looking at for next week's episode? Next week, we're going to watch My Love Story, or Ore Monogatari, if you are so inclined to call it that. Something much more (laughs) palatable. Yeah, we need uh, uh, something nice and gentle after this. And that's absolutely what my love story is. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Wonderful. Hooray. This has been on my list of things to watch eventually, so I'm glad we're getting around to it. (laughs) Yay. And we'll be watching the first three episodes, correct? Yes. All right. So yeah, uh, thank you for listening to Are We There Yet? Uh, If you like the show... uh, Please uh, like us on Twitter and Instagram at Are We There Yet? Um, we need to thank uh, Camille Ruley for our uh, artwork and Louis Zong for the uh, theme music uh, stories. You can find Louis' music at louiszong.bandcamp.com. And please join us next week as we learn to live with anime. Bye. See you.